Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic Community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life, and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. As we come to the end of the liturgical year, there's just this week and next week's Christ the King, and then we begin Advent, which is the new year for the church. As we come to this this end-of-year period, we get some very strange readings. It all turns eschatological. There's all this talk about heaven and earth disappearing and great destruction and upheaval and um, the last times coming and Jesus coming on the clouds, and it can all seem very, very confusing. Um, but one thing, if, to understand what, what Jesus is talking about in our gospel today and, and something of what Daniel is talking about in the revelation of the, in the first reading, is that it's, it's pointing to that state of heaven that, that all things will be, will be perfected in at the end of time. And there's, we, we might not be able to know much about that, that state that we'll be in, but it's, it's such a state of, of unity, a state of perfection, uh, a state of peace, that it's, it's so unlike anything that we experience now. It's so different from anything that we really experience now. And this is why Jesus can say something like, all of heaven and earth will pass away. You know, everything is going to be turned on its head and disappear and, and be made new in a way that we might not recognize it. But if there's one thing of our current experience that we, we will recognize, that, that we can see now and we know is a sign of that future state, that end state that we're moving towards, it's love. That experience we have, the experience of unity when we love someone who loves us back and we share in that love. That experience of peace when we're hurting or we're in need or we feel like a failure or worthless and somebody accepts us and is able to hold us in love, that sort of experience or, or that kind of, the experience of purposefulness and meaning and, and the joy when we can love somebody and give life to them, build them up, the life that we can give through showing love. This is how we can say that love is the whole point of our lives because this is truly a, a sign of, a prefigurement of what we're destined to enjoy in that, that state of the end of all things in heaven that we'll hopefully all enjoy in the peace of God. And this is why we've been talking about for the last six weeks how we can become more fully loving, how we can make ourselves a little bit more aligned to what we're hopefully going to be like for all eternity, fully loving and sharing in the love of God in that way. Now, of course, there's a bit of a gap between the the perfection of that love that we'll enjoy then. You know, we have the desire to love in that way, the desire to be loved in that way now, and we, we do try, but it's not quite exactly perfected yet. Um... But what I want to talk about today, while, while for the last six weeks we've been reflecting a lot on, on how we can try and love better, how we can practically do that in the day-to-day, how our, our whole lives can be geared towards becoming more loving, 
discovering God's plan for us to be loving creatures. I want to reflect today on the other side of that because we can't give what we don't have. We have to receive love to be able to show love. In fact, we always begin from a place of receiving love before we're able to show love to others. We begin life um, at a point when we're not able to, to love others when we're born. We're not able to do terribly much at all, but, you know, look a bit cute. Um, but we're born into the world and we're cared for by, hopefully, for many of us, loving parents who show us that love. And then we gradually learn to show that love and concern for others. And we, we learn to do that better and better. But it's always a matter of being loved before we can love. And we're talking about this call that God gives us to become fully loving with our lives. It's essential then that we're able to receive and discover God's love for us. Because that's, that's the, the origin. That's why we're made to love. It's because we're made in the image of our God who is love. We're called out of, of his love in our being created and it's only by, by knowing his love, discovering it more and more and more that we're able to um, step into that love. It's, it's the Father's love for us that he has this, this plan for us to enjoy, you know, the, the peace and the unity and the joy of loving one another and of being loved. It's Jesus' love shown for us in his sacrifice that allows us to overcome all of our weakness and our inability to love our sinfulness, and, and actually make it possible for us to reach that perfection and become fully loving, as we've been talking about. It's God's love in the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's the very power within us that allows us to love, that, that prompts us to desire to love one another um, and gives us the, the courage and the grace to do those, those loving things that we're called to. So, we're invited to receive God's love, to receive his gift more and more and more if we're to become loving. So today I just wanted to reflect on a few ways that we can receive that gift. How, how do we discover more and more God's love for us, how he sees us and, and how he calls us? How do we discover that gift more and more? And there's so many ways that we can do this um, in our prayer and in our relationship with God, we, we read the scriptures, we hear them proclaimed at mass and, and we hear the gospel message that God loves us. And each time we do that, we, it, it deepens in us if we're open to hearing it. Um, in our prayer and relationship with God, we can bring him our dreams and our worries and our sorrows and our challenges. And hopefully he can reveal to us something deeper of his love. But two key ways that I've experienced God's love I wanted to mention. And one is through relationships with people who love me. God's put people in my path, and particularly at times when I've needed it most, who just loved and accepted me and given me a space where I can, I can you know, perhaps I was just feeling weak and, you know, couldn't kind of, I don't have to go there and be someone for them, but they could just accept me and love me. I can go around to their house and, and, you know, be myself. To be loved like that 
in relationship is such a huge gift and it, and it shows that kind of love that God has for us. He doesn't require anything of us. He accepts us exactly as we are right now. If, if that's kind of strong and willing and courageous, then that's great. But if, if we're feeling broken and empty, then he accepts us as we are in that way. And through having people around us who can show us that love, God wants, God wants to reveal his love through that way as well. But the other key way or mention is through the gift of repentance. Now, it doesn't sound like a very fun part of our spiritual lives, um, but God's love for us is even in our brokenness and our sinfulness. His, so Paul says that his love for us is shown that even while we rejected him and while we were dead in our sin, he died for us. Now, I had this crazy idea earlier in my spiritual life that once I started walking with God, I would kind of know what to do in every way and I'd have the grace to, to do the right thing. And, you know, therefore my sin would decrease. But it's, it's shown over the years that the more I walk with God, the more I realize the depth of my weakness, the depth of my sinfulness, but the, the deeper I go in, in realizing how, how wretched and how weak I am, the more I can discover the mercy of God because his love still reaches me there in that place. The more I can discover of my own weakness, the more I can see that his strength can hold me up. The more I see that I'm full of sin and continue to turn away from him, the more I see that he's always willing to forgive is always willing to, to take me back, as it were. So, among the many ways that we can discover God's love for us, it's essential that we can open up to it in whatever way God wants to reveal it to us. And many times God might reveal this to us in big moments of, of great revelation and, you know, strike us to the floor in the amazement of how much he loves us, but often he's just kind of raining his love upon us gently, day by day. And perhaps it's, it's like the air we breathe that we're constantly receiving that we don't even take notice of. But if we're able to open up to that gift, we can, day by day, as we walk with God, deepen in that love that he has for us. Because there's no way we can grow to become fully loved until we meet, until we encounter the love of God, which is that, that full love in whose image we're made and whose, whose love we're called to share in and to emulate. So as, as we come to the end of our series of fully love, this isn't just the only time that we're going to reflect on God's love. I'm sure we'll be doing it again week after week, but... We, we've taken this, this series, these few weeks, to, to emphasize this point, but it's something that we all need to desire and work towards all throughout our Christian lives. So even like we make the daily habits and we make the, the daily choice to make love the point of our lives and to receive God's love, it's something that we're going to do for the rest of our lives, continue to receive that gift more and more, and continue to grow more and more in it. So it's the end of our series, but it's not the end of our journey with God's love. 
It's not the end of our journey in growing, in being more loving. But as we finish up, I, I wanted to reprise a prayer that Father Dan finished with in our first week as he was inviting us to invite the Holy Spirit to, to fill us with God's love because it's always God's gift when we're able to love. So I invite you as, we f- as I finish up today to join with me in welcoming the Holy Spirit and inviting his love to fill our hearts and make us more fully loved. So please pray with me as it will be. We have a slide. Cool. <laughs> Let's pray. Holy Spirit, unite me in the heart of Jesus today so that I might live out my deepest purpose and my fullest joy. And in the process, I might become more like God, more fully loved. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.